This show is brought to you by adamandeve.com. If you go to adamandeve.com right now and enter glory, the code word glory, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout, you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing, and free shipping. Hey, this is Desert Dave down in San Antonio. How are you guys doing? Um, yeah, you know, as, as worthless and useless and lazy as uh, Tom is, he does know food. You have to give him that, except for his taste of pizza, of course. But, uh, yeah, you got to go across, bro. It's a rule. I think it's like a law. You got to go across, and he also wins on the Danish donut thing. Um, so now you know the right answer. You can publish it. Oh, speaking of food comparisons, I expect to hear you guys compare them, which is better, the great Texas whiskey that I gave you or that watery shit from Utah that some other guy gave you. So, glory hole, motherfuckers. Hey guys, first off, last episode, hysterical. I think I probably looked like an insane person driving to work in my car, so I appreciate it. Um, but I just want to ask a question. Um, how is it possible for people like the coach, not the coach, to believe in Jesus and creationism and refuse the science and say that's like the devil and a conspiracy to destroy the world, but still believe in cloud people and cloud eaters and beings in the sky. I don't understand how anyone listens to these guys without thinking they're absolutely insane. It's just not, I don't get it. I don't get it. My mind explodes every time I listen to a podcast of yours. And I appreciate it, but it's damn confusing. All right, thanks guys, Glory Hole. Hey, Tom and Cecil, this is Brian from Pennsylvania. Just wanted to say, I just listened to your latest episode. You're saying that there's uh, only beautiful people on news television with a few notable exceptions. Well, I got one really notable exception for you. Fox News correspondent Charles Krauthammer is one of the ugliest fucking human beings I've ever seen. Honestly, if you took Ronald Reagan's corpse and combined it with a dissected frog, it wouldn't come even close to this man. Glory hole, motherfuckers. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 358 of cognitive dissonance and see so we're just returning from vacation yeah we just had a nice little vacation we just took we just yeah. took some fucking time off the listeners didn't notice because we, we recorded no. shit ahead of time because yeah. we're responsible like that yeah, yeah. that's what we do mm-hmm. right you guys don't suffer in order for us to take a fucking vacation but we just got back 
I spent a little bit of time in Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. incredibly impressed by the volume of razor wire yeah. in San Juan. It's interesting to note that their fucking wire. chief import yeah. in fucking San Juan, Puerto Rico sure. is clearly uh, gates and razor wire and cats. Uh, they had a lot of beach cats. <laughs> I got, I got, you know, it was so funny. I was, I was there with my girlfriend, right? And I'm, and I'm, I, we did the zip lining thing through the, sure. through, through the jungles. Yeah. It was all very they just picturesque. tie a bunch of cats together and you slide yeah, down it's, them. It's yeah. cat gut. It was yeah. literal cat gut. Yeah. Literal. <laughs> so like we're, we're sitting there after the zip lining thing and this fucking tailless stray cat comes along, you know, and like my, my girlfriend's like, oh, let's feed it a fucking Dorito or whatever. You got these Doritos and. She reaches down. She feeds this cat a Dorito very gently. Just takes the Dorito from her fucking fingers like she's fucking Snow White or some shit. And like fucking has birds that help her fucking get dressed. And I'm like, oh, and I get a fucking Dorito and I reach my hand out and fucking that cat's like, rah, like scratched me. <laughs> like scratched me. Like drew a little Good blood. Like fuck, And I was like, oh, fuck you, cat. That's awesome. This is why the dog is a superior fucking <laughs> pet product. It knew you're a dog person. Well, it did. It knew yeah, right away. It, it knew, knew I was making fun of its fucking tailless ass. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> fucking, those cats are real sensitive. Yeah, so. fuck that cat. Yeah. At least I have a fucking home. <laughs> You dirty stray. <laughs> there is a lot of dirty pussy down there. I know. Though. It's you fucking know I mean? reject it's pussy. All over the place. That's what it is. Just fucking pussy. That's why like I brought crazy. my own when I yeah. went there. It's just, <laughs> just stanky pussy down there. So, Which is amazing. Fucking hop in the fucking beach. You yeah. know, clean yourself <laughs> off a little bit. The fuck is wrong with you? Uh. And you just returned from uh, a ghost tour or some shit, yeah. right? That's Colorado. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a ghost tour. It was uh, supposed to be a tour. And then they asked like the question, do you mind if I talk about the ghosts in this place? And I'm thinking, oh, what are you just going to not say anything? <laughs> right? <laughs> and the, like four idiots raised their hands. So we had to hear about all the fucking ghosts that are supposed to be in this dump. And they keep on saying, like, <laughs> the one person's like, yeah, so we're standing at the stairway and there's a ghost vortex. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Why like, would it be a vortex? I, I was making Dyson jokes. I was like, <laughs> I'm like standing with my wife and I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is like the upscale. This is the, like, where's the, where's the one with the bag you know right the, this is the, the bagless school, version right, yeah. so where's the bagged version you know that's the ghostbusters yeah fucking it was ridiculous but that you know i gotta say colorado i have nothing bad to say i you know you normally come back from a place you're like ah it's fucking garbage state like this colorado is not a garbage state like it's no, genuinely it's a, a beautiful state now i will say this you go fucking east of Denver and it's Illinois. It's a garbage state yeah, east it's, of Denver. Nothing there. Right? I went yeah. east to Denver and I you're just driving and it's sprawl and it's nothing and it's fucking brown and ugly. <laughs> it's like, you're like, great. <laughs> fucking all you would need to do is just, you know, like like put a sign that says I-80 there. And yeah, you right. know you'd be right where where I-80 runs right through mm -hmm. Illinois, anywhere south of there. But once you get west and north of Denver, it is stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Um, the people were nice, and I didn't. I didn't have any issues. I thought it was a. It's a gorgeous place. Gotta, if you could yeah. do drugs there, I would go there right away. <laughs> <laughs> if you could do drugs there, I will say, like I went to Breckenridge this year, yeah, and I felt the same way. I was like, I could live here. It yeah, is extraordinary, it's so beautiful. Every view, every yeah. view. When I was there, I was like. Yeah. That's breathtaking. No, that's also fuck. Yeah. I can't. Uh, it was yeah, amazing. Denver, uh, Colorado, in yeah. general, and I and I went to Colorado Springs, and 
While I don't like the city of Colorado Springs, I didn't enjoy my stay there. I would say that it's not a bad city and that the area is gorgeous as well. So did you just, visit Gordon Klingenschmidt? Isn't that where he's from? I, no, I, he wasn't around when I was down there. I will say this. I had pizza in a restaurant down there. And while I didn't enjoy the toppings, the crust was quite good. I was like, really? it was actually very good. I was impressed. It was a brick oven pizza. The crust wasn't like New York floppy. It was, you know, there was some yeah, substantial. Right. It could you get could an interaction. You could pick the piece up and it wouldn't fall, all fall <laughs> off. And it was, it was a solid pizza. So I was like, all right. You know, again, I, I will say when we were at ReasonCon, we ordered uh, like a wheel-o pizza, yeah, like a 46-inch yeah. thing sure, of pizza. The tabletop. And I was impressed with Heath's technique. Yeah. Heath had a technique clearly... Uh, derived yeah. from the trauma of eating this so much a, New York pizza. Yeah, this is a guy who grew up in the garbage streets of New York. Right. Clearly homeless. Panhandling. Yeah. I mean, look at him now. He's still homeless. He's, I mean, now he's, he's just so, a, now he's just an old Nazi that's homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Eli's just waiting for his chance to turn oh, him in. God. Uh, but yeah, he has, he has this like a uh, waiter holding a, yeah, a, a fucking absolutely. table. Like, you know, he holds like, it with two hands. He yeah, does two he, hands. Yeah, he's yeah. got a he's got a technique, and I admire it because, you know, without that technique, that same sloppy, slitty, shitty piece of pizza. When I hand it to somebody else, no shit, they folded it in half, and it created a grease channel. Yep, there's a grease. Yeah, and, it, and exactly. the grease dripped yeah. onto the floor. It's, and created like a slipping hazard. What's neat though? It was I crazy. Think, what I really think is is pre- really amazing about New York style pizza is that they can recreate the garbage juice in the gutters <laughs> right? by folding the pizza. And I think that that's ingenious of them. It, well, it's like a dipping sauce. Yeah. That's why. It's just, <laughs> you know, like when you get like, they should just pour ranch inside of there. <laughs> you know, like choke that fucking thing down. You ever have one of those nights where like, like you're suicidally depressed. So you order Papa John's, right? <laughs> Never a single time, but I will know when I'm going to kill myself at least. Like, yeah. like a night, a night where you look at the gun in your safe <laughs> and you think when you look at the pizza cutter and think I could do this, right? You're like, I could do this with a pizza cutter right may, now. Maybe tonight's tonight, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe tonight's tonight. Uh, and then it's, it's just like a, like that one, like picture of your child that keeps you from doing it that kind of night. Like the, it's a Papa John's sure, night. It's a Papa That's John's a Papa night. John's yeah, Papa John's night. That's like their commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great commercial? Is somebody just sitting there? Papa John's, is, he's standing on a stool and he's got a noose on his neck and he's rocking it back and forth. And he's like, it's like, yeah. it's like, it's a Papa John's <laughs> night. And then like the, and then like the camera moves and there's just like a shadow of a swinging man. <laughs> like that. So, like, when you order Papa John's, it's a pizza that's so bad yeah. that they serve it with a sauce to make it taste like something that you didn't <laughs> order. <laughs> like, it's a pizza that's so foul. They're like, I don't know, no. pour this other sauce Here's on some it. buffalo sauce. Right? hope it tastes like, good. Like, this pizza's terrible. I don't know, put ranch dressing <laughs> on it. Like, here's garlic butter for your pizza. So <laughs> true. <laughs> You gotta fish it out of the sauce to eat it. <laughs> their pizza's so bad they treat it like an Oreo cookie. Like, you, know, <laughs> you gotta dunk it and oh, shit. Like, uh, it's, so it was better than Papa John's. It was. Uh, it was. It was better than. Man, I guess I would guess if you were ranking pizza, New York pizza's lower than Papa John's. So yeah, it's better yeah, than Papa right, John's. No, it's clearly yeah. yeah. Clearly. <laughs> like there's like. Jack's pizza that you get like from the like from the, the frozen, frozen aisle. Pizza. Yeah. Like the Jack's it's like four for ten dollars. 
and then all like the flavors are like stomach ache, <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> That's a great oh, bit. I'd like another there's slice a, of colitis, please. There's a great bit that the, I don't, I don't know the guy's name, the guy who does the hot pocket bit. Oh, Jim Gaffigan. He's like, huh? just, he's like, just cut out the middleman middle and throw it right in the toilet. It's like, it's like that, you know, just cut out the middleman. Just go get Jack's pizza. Just slide it right, right in the toilet. toilet. Just cut out the middleman. Because it's only going to take seven or eight minutes to go through know, you right? anyway. Yeah. So It's like milk yeah. through Eli's bowels. Like <laughs> Wakefield is not just any researcher. His 1998 study on autism and childhood vaccines literally changed the way many parents think about vaccines. The study was based on just 12 children. That's right, 12 children. But many parents desperate for answers around the world embraced Wakefield's claim that he'd found a link between autism and the vaccine for measles, mumps, and rubella. This story is from the Daily Cost. Anti-vax activists. That's actually kind of difficult to say. Anti-vax activists? Anti-vaxivists. Anti-vactivists. Vactivists. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's like those intactivists, those people who are like trying to like regrow their foreskin, those folks. You're looking at me weird. Do you not know oh. about this? Do you not know about this? Is this so, like is this like a penis pump or something? No, man, it's even funnier. So, you know, like there's all those folks who are like, you know, you shouldn't circumcise your boy or whatever, sure, yeah, right? Yeah. So Which is yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah, I didn't shouldn't. circumcise There's mine. No reason right? like to. It's, yeah. it's there, and I wish fun. I had the rest of this. Uh, I could use, I could use every quarter inch I could get. Me like, too, my friend. I would like yeah. two quarter inches. Yeah. Like that would be good. And so, I always wanted a sheath. I always <laughs> wanted to just be like, shing, shing. I just wanted to do that, and I can't. So I wanted to make a, yeah. a metallic sound when I whip it out. Whip I'm it out, please. Name it something Vorpal. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby. This thing needs a sheath. <laughs> Be like, mm, keep it sheathed. <laughs> yeah, that's what most of them say. <laughs> but that's what all of them say. <laughs> Man, I got to get out of this school zone. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Those are the ones that say yes. <laughs> yeah, to the candy. I don't know any better. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, the, there's there's a group of the intactivists, right? That are saying like we can regrow. Mm. They want to regrow their force. Well, they're not regrowing anything. They just hang weights and shit uh, off the front of it and stretch it up. What? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? I'm not on board anymore. It's so funny. I was for a few minutes. It's I was so like, funny. wow, that sounds, no. So yeah, they, they just like stretch that fucking, fucking thing what? <laughs> Look, I'm all for stretching some things out down there. Don't get me wrong. I, but I at a certain point, I don't use weights. Like, <laughs> like, like I feel like my grip is good enough, you know? <laughs> I've been pulling at yeah, it for fucking at it for a long 20 time. some years. The foreskin's been in the same position. <laughs> right. I, I've been trying to readjust for a problem. long time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pulling it longer. It just retracts what I've done anyway. <laughs> it's like a turtle in its fucking shell. It's like I'm... <laughs> Okay, so I got to read the title. <laughs> you got to do it again. Yeah, all right. No, no. We already talked about anti-vaxivists. Anti-vaxivists cause record measles outbreak among refugees. And I picked this one because this happens all the time. Sure. I picked this one because it's among refugees because the refugees <laughs> fucking need this shit. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. The refugees are like, well, everything else was going so well. <laughs> Yeah, I lost two kids to bombs. Can you vaccinate for those? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Do you vaccinate against crossing large bodies of water? Right. <laughs> yeah, but do you have like a like a gill vaccination? <laughs> I need to be able to swim like Aquaman. <laughs> it's get. crazy to me that this happens. They show up here right. and then they get told by the area fucking knobs right. that are like, oh, you don't do that. That shit causes autism. Durr, durr, durr. And then kids get like a bunch of kids got sick yeah. because of this. Right. Isn't this strike you as such a fucking first world problem, right? These people are, oh. you know, they're in this awful situation that is completely beyond the norm in any first world country, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, in yeah. any in any area of the world where, you know, there is, you know, a civilization, this yeah. sort of thing is not happening. And they show up to this place where they think, you know, oh my gosh, this is going to be great, you know? And then they show up and people are, they're willing to throw away things that other people that we take for granted that other people don't even right. have. And it's so funny because like food is the same way, right? We talk about, you know, we don't want GMOs and we want to grow things organic. And it's all, it's all because we have this great abundance. Yeah. It's, well, it's a privileged stance, And it's right? the same thing when it yeah, comes to right. medicine. It's like, you know, you do this one medicine, medicine's like, Oh, you do that GMO shit. Well, hold my beer. I'm going to fucking fuck exactly this shit right? up. You know what I mean? I'm actually going to kill some motherfuckers with this. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Can you imagine? I, I actually I actually can't even I can't even fathom. I, and I say this with real sincerity. I cannot fathom the insane rage I would experience if I did all of this shit to get my family away and become and then my fucking baby or whatever gets fucking measles. Yeah. I would I would lose my actual fucking mind. Yeah. I would lose my actual fucking mind and be like. Wait, a fucking vaccine for fucking goddamn yeah. ye oldie times illness? Yeah. After all that, like we survived, we survived like the fucking insane murderous regime of Assad. We, you know, we 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 survived like whoever he's fighting because I don't even know anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. the other side is, you know, because it's fucking like well, seventeen like sides side at this too. point, right? Yeah, and there's a secret side, I right? Mean, let's be real honest. Yeah. Said. And then like. You make it over and like all the fucking attendant difficulties and horrors and traumas and dangers associated with that. And then it's like, hey, fuck your baby's got measles. It'd be like, I'd fucking spike that thing at that point. I'm like, who needs that? Boom. This is nothing but trouble. I don't even care anymore. Now I have to tell you, it's an unbelievably complex subject. Nobody knew that healthcare could be so complicated. This story is from salon.com. Uh, Alabama congressman. People now, now, Cecil and I are going to disagree very sharply about this this story. So this will be interesting, um, and I do think that the headline is misleading. Alabama congressman: People who lead good lives don't have pre-existing conditions. Um, so rather than summarize this, I think we should just get into playing the video or playing mm -hmm. playing the clip, and then let's chat about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, people with pre-existing conditions will be protected. Insurance companies will not allowed not be allowed to deny them coverage. But my understanding is, as you just mentioned, this new legislation would allow states to opt out uh, and allow insurance companies to refuse to sell insurance to people with pre-existing conditions as long as there's some with some setup for them, uh, pools of some sort. Is the president sending a message to Congress to change that provision or did he not understand what was in the bill? <laughs> Hold on a second. I want to talk about that question before we get into our that's point a, of disagreement. Yeah, that's a kind of a that's a that's a, a nice jabby it's, question. Right? Isn't it? It's a real right? sharp question. So the president, yeah. is he gonna fix this or did he not understand it? <laughs> Those are your two I am presenting you a question with two choices. Right. 
Neither of which I know you're going to like. This is a question grenade. Right. Oh, <laughs> sir, when did you stop beating your exactly, wife? Right? Like, exactly. It's so funny. It is such a great leading question. Well, that's not my understanding of the way the bill has been reframed. My understanding is that it will allow insurance companies to require people who have higher health care costs to contribute more to the insurance pool. No, I, I want to stop. Well, this is not even a point of disagreement yet yeah, either, no. but I, I want to talk about this. Um, man, fuck that shit, right? Fuck that shit where it's like if, you're, if, if, if you have higher health care costs, you should be, those people are already poor. Like typically yeah. speaking, yeah, people who have right. higher right. health care yeah. costs they're getting fucked anyway. These are the people on disability, right? Yeah. These are the people who can't work a full-time job because they got a fucking hip dysplasia, like sure. a bad golden retriever exactly. or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, they have like wheels and they have to drag right? themselves around. It's like, you know who should pay more? Like, this is so Republican. Yeah. You know who should pay more for shit? The, the poor. poor people. Like, won't somebody think of the rich? You know, who's like yeah. in great health. People are like, oh, I stubbed my toe. I need like 11 plastic surgeons. Uh, my feet are hot. Someone come fan them for me. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I, I think that this is an asinine way to do it. And if you look across all the major countries, they spread the cost out over everybody. Right. Nobody pays anything except for through your taxes. And everybody, I, I would imagine you pay through your taxes based on your income. So your income generates the money for your taxes and they just take that amount out, period. There's just a, a, an amount that they right. take out and that they don't, they don't go like, well, you're super fat. You right. got to pay more. Well, but I think of my dad, like yeah. my dad, used to own his own company and he woke up and he went to work every day. And then he had a major heart attack and he couldn't work anymore. And he sold his company. And then like, you know, he's fucking broke ass. He drives a fucking school bus. Sure. Right. And then he's had multiple health problems after this, you know, heart yeah, attacks yeah. and all that. So as he has gotten sicker, he is able to work less. Yeah. The man can't work like he used to yeah. work anymore. He was to work two, three jobs at a time. Now he fucking sometimes drives a school bus. Like that's it. Like as his health problems rack up, you, you can't be like, well, now that you got less money and you can work less, I agree. we should definitely charge you more money. I right? absolutely think so. But I will say this, though. I used to know this guy. He was a, a very hard right-leaning independent, mm -hmm. right? So that's where, I mean, uh, really, in my opinion, he was about as, uh, as conservative as you can get, but he had some social issues that he didn't give a shit about. But there was a lot of stuff, like fiscally, he was fucking complete fucking hard right. Yeah. And he used to, when we were talking about healthcare, now this was when Barack Obama was doing uh, the healthcare bill, mm -hmm. you know, he's trying yeah. to do Obamacare. I remember him bitching to me about how he just didn't want to have to pay at all this money for somebody to go to somebody that smokes. I have to pay the same amount that somebody who smokes pays. Like, fuck that. I have to pay the same amount that somebody who, uh, who's super fat and doesn't take care of themselves. Why do I have to pay for that? Why do I have to be the one? I'm just, I, and of course the thing, the thing that he doesn't understand is like, you know, there's somebody out there, um, that doesn't use the roads as much as him, but they're paying for it. Right. Sure, right. There's somebody out there who, uh, who uh, their house never burnt down, but they still pay for the fire department. Yeah, right. So, well, and he that's also, just how fucking taxes work. Right. That's just how it works. Where 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 you yep. spread the the cost over everybody. The socialist mindset works right. that way. That's if all you want to do is pay for yourself, you don't need insurance at all. Just right. put money in a savings yeah. account and pay for your fucking exactly. own problems. Right? Exactly. That's insurance is a way to spread risk, right? Yeah. By aggregating resources and spreading risk. Like, sure. So just don't even use insurance at all then, right? Sure. Don't use any kind of pooled resource plan whatsoever. You know, the other thing that people like that don't ever think about is like your body could have a congenital time bomb you don't know about. Yep, absolutely. You know, like, absolutely. Just, and I'll, I'll relay a personal story. Like 
my dad recently had a several pulmonary embolisms, right? And he called me on the phone. He was like, yeah, I fucking had a bunch of pulmonary embolisms. That's what killed your grandpa. Your uncle had the same thing. Turns out it's a genetic disorder. You might have it, right? Called me up and it's like, well, you know, now I got to find out if I have this congenital time bomb, right? right? What can I do to prevent it? Nothing. It's a genetic issue. All I did was just wake up born, right? Sure. Turns out I don't have it. I'm pleased, but you know, yeah. fuck my dad, right? Yeah. So, but <laughs> I, you know, the, the point is like, so you, you could walk through your whole life having this congenital time bomb, this genetic sure, issue that sure. you have no idea exists that has nothing to do with how you behave. Yeah. It's not behavioral at all. This well, is what a, the fuck are you supposed to do about that? Like, all I could, I, tomorrow, I could have a sure. fucking stroke tomorrow. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like, just because I'm healthy today doesn't mean that I'm healthy tomorrow, even yeah. if I do all the right things to keep myself healthy. And I think that this is the major disconnect between the two parties, though, right? There's a very strong side of independence on one. And then there's another side on, on, on uh, there's another strong piece that's sort of saying, you know, while communism certainly isn't the answer, there is some socialist things that we should have some, right. some way in which to spread that burden across all peoples. Don't you think insurance is kind of a form of economic socialism absolutely, anyway? Absolutely. I, you know, it's funny because I, I, I live in a condominium and that's a socialism. You right. Know what I mean, like exactly. I, I, your homeowners association, yeah, my homeowners right? association dues go into fixing the whole building. You right. know what I mean? Like, and, and, you get a chance to see in these meetings that you go to, you get a chance to see the people who you know, starkly disagree on this stuff. Some people are like, no, they're your windows. You should fix them. Like, no, they're part of the building. Everybody right. has to pay money to get these things fixed. That's how this works. And it, uh, here's what I don't understand. I know, I know I lean left, but here's what I don't understand about that idea too. It's like you live in the same building. Yeah. If somebody wants to buy a unit in the building and a third of the windows look like shit, everybody's, Everybody, everybody, everybody loses. loses. Everybody loses. Everybody, the value, it's, it's the same reason it's like, like whether you have kids or not, it's like always support the schools in your Absolutely. neighborhood, right? Absolutely. Because good schools drive neighborhoods, whether you're ever going to fucking use them or not. Well, my kids could fucking grow up and fucking move away. And I'm still going to be like every referendum for schools, I'd be an asshole not to pass it. Because if good schools mean people want to buy in my neighborhood, which raises my property yeah. values, which is money in the bank. What you think about that? My kids are going to take care of me when I'm older. Right. So I want to pay for as many smart kids as I possibly right. can. But because, even if I didn't want yeah, that, it's even just money. selfishly, even selfishly. Right. That, and I think both of those are two right. selfish reasons. You know, extend that, extend that metaphor though out. And, you know, you have the shitty windows in your building that you got to fix. Think about this in, in the healthcare system, right? Do you want a nation full of people that can't get good health care, that are sick and that are broken down? Or do you want a nation of healthy people? Right. You know, like, I get on the subway. Yeah. Right? If I get on the subway and that dude over there has some communicable illness that he can't afford to get fucking covered. And he's like, ah, 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 yeah, ah. Sure. And then now I get fucking ah, ah, disease. Yeah. Right? Why did I get it? Because that motherfucker over there. Yeah. doesn't have fucking coverage and he got on the yeah. fucking subway fucking dark and, man's face right. is coming off. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like by being selfish, we burn ourselves. Yeah. We hurt ourselves yeah. so much. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's just, to me, this is a fucking supremely simple concept, yeah. right? Yeah. Because we aren't living in a fucking bubble. We live in a society that interacts and affects every single person. Sure, sure. To contribute more to the insurance pool that helps offset all these costs, thereby reducing the cost to those people who lead good lives, uh, they're healthy, uh, you know, they've done the things to keep their bodies healthy. Uh, and right now, those are the people who've done things the right way that are seeing their costs skyrocketing. So 
I the only thing I have a real problem with is at the end of it when he says those are people who've done things the right way, because that to me has an implication that somebody else did something the wrong way. But everything leading up to that, I really just genuinely don't feel is offensive. Yeah. And and I did, and I, and this is this is we were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah. I hate that whole fucking sentence. I hate that yeah. whole fucking sentence. You know, I understand his point. Right. Yeah. So I don't want to I'm not going to pretend I understand his point. I understand his point. And we kind of touched on his we, point yeah, why and, we disagree with his, it, right? Exactly. We both disagree right. we with both his disagree point. His point. point is garbage right. because it's what he's saying is fucking healthy people should be like fucking making it rain and everybody right. else is like fucked. But like for me, like when you say like people who lead good lives, what is that? Why, why throw that in there? Why are you throwing that in there? People who lead good lives, who are healthy. Like if when you put those two things next to each other, to me, the direct implication of, of combining those things in the same sentence is to say- that if you lead good lives, you will be healthy. But that's not always the case. There are people who lead terrible lives and are healthy. There are people who lead really good lives and take good care of themselves and are incredibly unhealthy. There, this is not a, I did things right and that's why I'm healthy issue. I think there's a lot of moralizing built into that statement that suggests that it's the, 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 a sick person's fault for being sick because they didn't take care of themselves. I, I see that with the end piece. It's a sick person's fault for being sick. But up until that point, if I put myself in that mindset, right, and mm -hmm. say that this, you know, selfishly, this is how the healthcare system should work. Somebody who eats right and somebody who is healthy and somebody who is, you know, doing the right things, exercising three times a week and doing all those things that they need to do to make sure they're healthy. And that pays off for them. I don't feel like he's saying that automatically if you, you know, that those that the people who don't do that stuff. I, I, and I just don't see like there's an implication there until he says that last line. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't know if that, if that makes it, sense. It, but I, I just feel like when he says like the who lead good lives, like why are you saying that? Why are you saying that if not to say that a good life equals health like, and I, a bad life equals like, like I a think lack it's of sloppy health. language, but I think he's I think he's saying like a good life in this. I mean, the way I interpret it and again, like good choice, like good, good healthy choices, 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 but I still resent that implication because there are there are so many people, people who make good, healthy choices that are still unhealthy because of congenital issues that they have no control over. Like Eli Bosnick. Like Eli Bosnick, right? He's a monster of a human being, sure. right? Yeah. We all agree about Absolutely. that. But he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, and he's a vegan. And look at his garbage, garbage body. Look at his awful, shitty body. I mean, that is the worst body. I think we can all agree. It's the softest, it's, shittiest body. If you could have a return policy on bodies, <laughs> like, you know, like... LL Bean, right? Like no matter how long you have it, I got this. One. You can eat you can eat like Boston's body at Filings Basements, and you return it to LL Bean. And just like, you're like, I don't know, like this. They're like, right? Yeah, we threw all those out. That's the last prototype. We, we discontinued that model. This was never supposed to be sold. He's like, he's like the Homer Simpson concept yeah. car. But you're rubbing it. You're like, but it's soft. It's like a manta ray. It's like so soft. It's soft so yet oily. Yeah. <laughs> now, in fairness, a lot of these people with pre-existing conditions, they have those co those conditions through no fault of their own. See, yeah, he does acknowledge. He does it acknowledge there. it. There. Right, I agree. Uh, yeah. Yes, he, he acknowledges it. I there. think he catches himself. Like he's. I kind of hope you he know, does. You know, right? maybe maybe he was just being shitty, and then he's like, oh, I guess I'm being too shitty for CNN. <laughs> And I think our society under those circumstances needs to help. Uh, the, the challenge, though, is that it's a balancing act 
between the higher cost of these mandates, which denies people coverage because they can't afford the health insurance policies anymore on the one hand, and having enough coverage to help those people who are truly in need. And it's a very complicated question, and it, I'm sure over the years there'll be different permutations of it, uh, both in the past and as we go forward. Well, I didn't understand what he said there at all. Well, it's, I, you know, did you understand? No, that? I think it's all just jib jab. And actually, I think he was talking about the same group two times in a row. <laughs> I, got, I, I think he was. Just, I think I think what he said. Uh, this is how I would interpret that. Yeah. Healthy people are better, but I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> so what I really mean is sometimes grandma gets sick and we all feel yeah. sad. Yeah. This is complicated. I don't know what to do. There may be other things in the future where we don't off out, just outright kill grandma. <laughs> But we're not rolling those out yet. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that the Republicans have basically number of times and a number of them at this point have come out and said, all right, look, we don't have a better option here. We know we don't yeah. like what's yeah. in place, Yeah. but this is real hard. And we just want to, we just want to break something. Yeah. And it's, it's Obamacare. Yeah. We have nothing to replace with it. No better ideas. They really don't have a better idea. No. Though. I mean, if you, if you, if you read through some of this stuff, and it, you know the thing that really just burns my ass is the is the is the tax break for rich people. It's just, I know, like, it's just embedded in it's there. Just out of nowhere. In there, it's just like, like oh. if you make a quarter million dollars, you make a little less on your investments. Why is that in the healthcare bill? Isn't that amazing? What is? Why is that? Two hundred fifty thousand or more, you pay like three point eight percent less on on your capital gains. Okay. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? Really? Like, in celebration I, of the healthcare bill, <laughs> buy champagne. I just, like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like uh, Thomas Smith had a funny line from a video that he said. It's like, look, like wealthy people will pay a little less, and that's great because you might need to borrow some money from <laughs> exactly, one of them. Right? You know, like yeah. it's very, it's a very funny line. Uh, but yeah, I, I love, I, I love that their answer is like, I don't have a real good. Well, and, and this is one of the most unpopular things. Have you seen the 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 favorability polls for the do HCA. Think, do you think it's going to pass the Senate? No, 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 no. The favorability rating of this bill is like in the teens. Yeah. It's in the fucking teens. I am. I am telling you the, all the stuff that's been happening with the Republican party lately. I, they are, <laughs> they are, they are in many ways going to just, I, I will be so blown away if they retain the house and the presidency in the next election. I would be blown away. I'd be like, I, I just don't know how things work. Anymore. Dude, I will vomit on my own dick. I would be like, you I, know what? I don't know why I said that. Where, where do we, can, can you shoot me in space? I know, Is that right? a possibility? <laughs> I'm just, you know, I think it's Sweden time at that point. What do you think? Uh, well, Australia won't let me in twice. Yeah, so no. yeah. Yeah. We're going to yeah. have to go to someplace you hadn't been. Well, they, well, they don't even have in Sweden though. Like, I don't know. What's there? Swedish fish. Yeah, I have to live off those. Yeah. <laughs> This will not cover pre-existing conditions and 133 million Americans with those pre-existing conditions will suffer. Kids like James Kish, an eight-year-old in my district who has a brain tumor and literally stands to die if this bill passes. This story is from thehill.com. Uh, GOP representative, nobody dies because they don't have access to health care. Let's listen to him say it, though, because okay. right. it's only 15 seconds. Let's listen to him say it. You are mandating on Medicaid except dying. You are making a no, no one wants anybody to die. You know, that, that line is so indefensible. Nobody dies because they don't have access to health care. <laughs> Listen to the I crowd. Think, I think the crowd disagrees. Nobody dies because they don't have access to health care. This, this is a line 
that people tout that are like, well, you can just go to the emergency room. Yeah. If I'm having a heart attack, I can go to the emergency room and they'll treat me for a heart attack. But like acute illnesses are not the only things that kill people. It, it makes it sound like, you know, what, what, they, what they sort of spout off is this idea that like, even if you don't have health insurance, you can always just go to the ER. And yeah, while that's true, you can't go to the ER for preventative care. You can't go to the ER for maintenance care. You can't go to the ER for, you know, uh, regular, you know, insulin shots, things along, you know, you, you go for acute traumatic illness, things along those lines. Like that's what you go for. You can't go, you can't get like, like if you're diabetic mm -hmm. and you need insulin to live, you would have to go to the ER every day. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I, I, the ER is not going to, I mean, like, let's say the ER doctor says, well, you've got fucking diabetes, maybe they can write you a prescription, but if you can't fill the prescription because you don't have access to fucking medical care and you don't have health insurance, you can't afford it. What good did it do you? I don't know. Didn't do you any fucking yeah, good, right? Any good, right? So like writing down Tom needs medicine. Well, fucking Tom knew he needed medicine. Like doesn't give me medicine. Like that's all a prescription is, is Tom's allowed to buy this. Yeah. That's all that a prescription yeah, it's not is. A free prescription. You don't get yeah. like a dollar off or something. Right. So a yeah. prescription is meaningless. It's just yeah. permission to spend your That's money true. on something. That's true. Yeah. Now, there's an article uh, that I found about this. Um, this is on PolitiFact. And so there's uh, there's a bunch of studies that showed that people die at great rates. We're talking tens of thousands of deaths. Some of these up, up into the 40s, thousands of deaths, as few as 7,000 of deaths a year because they cannot get medical care. And uh, there were a few contrary views that they selected. But, uh, but you know, when you think about this, you know, there's a bunch of studies that show this, that show that people, people do die because of lack of medical coverage. That's a thing. That's a real thing that happens. Doesn't it seem self-evident? Yeah. I mean, I, I ask that genuinely. Doesn't that seem self-evident? I think the problem is, is that there's a narrative um, that, they think that you can get that kind of coverage, like you say, in an emergency room, right? They think that. People yeah. think, well, it doesn't matter. You can just go. It doesn't matter. You can just go to the doctor and they will treat you. And I don't know that that's, like you say, it's, it's not always the case. I don't know if you could get cancer treatments. You're not going to get chemo. I don't think you could get chemo. Right? If you, if you're not going to get radiation from the ER. Yeah. So preventable deaths, some preventable deaths, clearly from, you know, because we, we, we don't cure cancer, but people you know, live longer when they get those treatments, you know, and then there's, you know, other forms of leukemia and stuff that I know for sure yeah. you are, that are perfectly survivable. They won't do surgery. Yeah. They, they won't do like, let's say, let's say you have a fucking suspicious looking mole, right? And it's like, you go to the, you can go to the ER. They're not going to be like, oh, well, let's do a fucking test to see if it's a melanoma. Yeah. That's not what the ER is for. That's not, they're going to say, go to your fucking GP, go to a dermatologist. Oh, I don't have access. Well, the fucking ER is not for that. Yeah. And then even if it but were. Could, couldn't they get it through the state though? I mean, doesn't the state, like if you're that poor and you can't afford it, could they go to the state and get something? I like don't that? know. Like, I mean, I know that I have a very close friend who blew out her knee and the difficulty she had getting scheduled for knee surgery was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. But she's and, and that's on state. That's on, she's on state aid. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, fucking ridiculous yeah. to try to get that care. So, and if you just don't have access or if you're in that weird middle ground where you're, 
You're not so poor that yeah. you have access that's the to pro- that. That's the people that right? are very, very vulnerable. Right. And that's that's the truth, right? Those people that are just above the poverty line, <clears throat> right. that something like this, it will break them. Yeah, It'll I, just break them if they can't afford health insurance. They sure. have a pre-existing condition that precludes them from getting coverage. I know that they're saying they want to keep some pre like the pre-existing conditions on there. But from the clip we heard earlier, it's not the, you know, that's it's not, not the case. case. Yeah. The states are exempt. Well, the states are just gonna be like, well, why would I do it if yeah, I don't have don't to care? So Tom. Yeah, Cecil. I'm always curious how you're going to intro this portion of the program. It's springtime. It is. It's it's a time that you would take someone and put them on a swing outside. Oh, I you see. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes we, spring, spring has sprung. Spring you know I mean? has sprung. Right. Swing has sprung. <laughs> swing has come. <laughs> swing. Who knows? I, I don't know. know. And it can and wash it. out a little <laughs> if you use cold water and probably some cleaner from and adamandeve.com. Gloria, check out. <laughs> We love our sponsor, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve uh, allows you to explore your sexuality, uh, to do it in a private way, to get it delivered to your door, to to have fun with your sex life. And uh, and Adam and Eve is going to give you 50% off just about any item you can get. Uh, tons of different stuff from there. Uh, we've had people send us messages saying they've gotten vibrators, they've gotten fuck socks, they've gotten, you know, <laughs> they've socks. got whatever they call those pocket pussies or whatever. They've right. gotten lube, they've gotten lingerie. Yeah. Hey guys, why do you send us emails telling us what kind of sex stuff you buy? <laughs> You know, we've been meaning to talk to you about I that. Yeah. I don't know. But, I think we're just we're just touting how private it is. Yeah. Some of you guys <laughs> need to. Take that message home. <laughs> I'm just saying. But if you do feel private, yeah. you're clearly not one of our listeners. Yeah. But uh, you yeah. can go to adamandeve.com. You can enter Gloria checkout. You can buy all the kinky shit that gets you off, all the kinky shit that gets your partner off. Yeah. And you can get a free fucking sex swing. And you can fuck in the fucking sex swing. Yeah. And get 50% off any item. The sex right. swing's free. Right. So you get 50% off any item and you'll get free shipping. So check it out. Gloria checkout. That's G-L-O-R-Y at adamandeve.com. I love this story, uh, and I love the attendant picture from this story. So go to the site and check this guy out. Uh, This is from cleveland.com, whose website looks like it was just designed yesterday by a nine-year-old. Televangelist Ernie does. It's terrible. Cleveland. I mean, I know. Cleveland looks like it was designed yesterday by a nine-year-old. You're in Cleveland. You don't have a lot of planning experience. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know Cleveland is actually one of the fastest growing, like, best like most upcoming cities. In is America. it really? It's yeah. a garbage city. I, I, I mean, you're not. Yeah. It's I'm, a, I'm right there. I've with been you. there. I've been there two or three I'm times. Right there with you. Never once thought I could live here. <laughs> Their real estate community is on fire. Wow. So is it the is. lake by them. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Televangelist Ernest Angley closes the cathedral buffet. And I, I, I do want to say um, in all seriousness, this is a tragedy. It is because there's going to be any more hot cross buns. Anytime a buffet closes, an angel's wings catch on fire. You know, you used to die. Used to have this. <laughs> used to have this. This uh, theory about old country. Buffet. <laughs> old country buffet. You used to. You used to have this theory, and Tom's theory was yeah. right, it's a pretty simple theory mm-hmm. that they only had two flavors <laughs> at old country buffet. If you're familiar with old country buffet, it's a really cheap buffet yeah. that they used to have around here. I haven't seen one in a long time. I don't know if they still exist. I, but I it, assume the health department yeah, got wind exactly, of them. <laughs> yeah. They stopped. They stopped them from serving those rats. But, uh, but they there was only two flavors, right. and your theory was that there was a sweet right. table yeah. and a salt table. And the good thing is, is that at this place, they could demark each one by a pillar of salt. 
<laughs> they just have an angel and a devil. <laughs> But it, yeah, so there was a yeah. buffet. Yeah, I used to call delicious. it efficiency yeah. eating because you yeah. could go and consume an insane volume of calories yeah. for like $7, seven bucks, or something, yeah. Yeah. right? And then, but the only problem is you have to drink all the available water for the rest of your life because you're so dehydrated. I, 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 I remember going there as a kid because it was, it was the one place that we could go to like, you know, eat a lot of yeah, food, right? right? Oh, and so we used, yeah. we used to go there when I was working, I used to go to Old Country Buffet with my friends and we'd be, you know, we'd be off work and be on a Saturday or something. We'd catch a movie and then we'd go to Old Country Buffet yep. to eat. And I remember going to, like you say, like the sweet area <laughs> had no flavor. You'd get no, like, it, you get like five, yeah. five cinnamon rolls. Right. You put them on your plate and then you start shoving them in your mouth. And you're like, these taste like, like a sweet dough that is just <laughs> really kind of, there's no, there's nothing to it. It yeah. was just. I really. Like I contend that it's all the same recipe, yeah. just shaped differently. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> just shape it like, oh, make this the mashed potato shape. That's a salt one. <laughs> like, oh, make that the macaroni shape. That's also a salt one. It's yeah. the same. It's I used, the same thing. I used to only eat two, two things there. I'd get a big giant plate, plate of their fried chicken and mm -hmm. eat it, and then I would get a big plate of like cinnamon rolls and just eat it. It's a great plan. You got a plate of the salty. Yeah, and you got a plate, plate of the, the sweet. sweet. I should have made like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so what the, the church here was doing was using volunteers. So they had a bunch of volu volunteers and people that, <laughs> that are probably not getting told to yeah, show exactly. up, right? Well, you know, you get shamed into doing it, right? right? You probably right. get shamed into doing it. And, you know, they wind up with this, uh, they wind up, he winds up having to pay a bunch of damages and back wages to these people because they were, he was using basically free labor from yeah. the church. The church had to go in and donate their time to do this work. That's called slavery. Exactly. Just, I mean, like they got a name for that when you when you have to work yeah. and you don't get paid for yeah. it. Exactly. That's called slavery. And I, you know, old country slavery. There's a reason old country buffet has a southern theme. <laughs> and you know, the other thing too is I've learned. I sort of learned my lesson with volunteers. I went to the the Asian massage parlor. <laughs> And while and while Carl was very friendly, oh, Carl, <laughs> he had a very strong grip. I do not not recommend. I prefer two stars on TripAdvisor, my friend. Two stars. I prefer somebody to take their time a little. Least, Don't rush. He at least warmed the oil. So hey, Mr. Miyagi he gets you? two stars. Oh. Carl gets two stars. <laughs> that is the sound it made, my friend. Oh, that's dry as yeah, shit. That's dry as shit. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh yeah. that's a that's yeah. a sandpaper. Well, because my cock was trying to retreat to my body. So. <laughs> it's a two-inch race. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sack race. <laughs> it's a one-legged race. <laughs> it's a race nobody wins. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Carl didn't get a tip either. Because <laughs> it had retreated inside my body. <laughs> city after city watching ordinances that say that your seven-year-old daughter, if she goes into the restroom, cannot be offended, and you can't be offended if she's greeted there by a 42-year-old man who feels more like a woman than he does a man. <laughs> All right, this is from Right Wing Watch. Uh, this is Sackcloth and Ashes, Kevin Swanson. Sackcloth and Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the cover yourself yeah. in a poo this is, guy. Oh God. Sackcloth and Ashes, isn't that just like the... 
like the sad little goth kid <laughs> and sits on the seat. He's like renamed himself. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's best friend with William Sackcloth and this is Ashes. <laughs> We're like the fucking Eeyore of the emo kids. He's listening to Sisters of Mercy all the time. <laughs> Have you heard the great new Seether album? Yeah, no, no one has. No one has. That band is fucking terrible. That is fucking uh, terrible. The new typo negative kill. <laughs> typo negative. I forgot about that man. <laughs> that guy was on another octave. Like, hey, hey, like I've got a pretty deep voice, yeah. and I sound like a fucking. Yeah, like, like now, Sisters of Mercy is the same way though. Sisters of Mercy and Typo Negative are the exact same way. They just have this like super deep voice that voice guy. is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. that guy, that guy from Typo Negative though, he's like one of those guys. Like he's like one of those spaceships that came to Earth in Star Trek that communicated with the whales when it was right. underwater. <laughs> he's like one of those things. You know what I mean? That guy's dead now. I heard. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. I actually don't care. Maybe get a transfusion. <laughs> He should have been type A, B, negative. <laughs> uh, That's great. Uh, Wouldn't it be awesome if he was a Jehovah's Witness? <laughs> he can't, he, sorry, I can't drink any of the blood. <laughs> he probably showed up to the emergency room and nobody could hear him. He's like, I know he's like he's telling you very specifically. Uh, I don't know what you're saying about my glasses, Mike, on the table. It's like a T. It sounds like a T. Rex is chasing us everywhere you go. <laughs> when your voice he can't even communicate. He's just like he's like a bellows with like a deep kazoo in it. <laughs> Hello, I only speak stand up bass. <laughs> yeah, you gotta slap him to get <laughs> Hold on a minute, let me get out your translator, Les Claypool. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, God. I don't know, man. There's what a story. Did, what so did Kevin I'm... Sorbo say? <laughs> Well, let's just let's just stop laughing for two seconds. Okay, I'll try. Yeah, we're getting like seven bad iTunes reviews already. You're having a lot of fun, and I'm not there. (laughs) I got the big sads. I don't have any friends. (laughs) The state has an agenda with your children and friends. I realize that this may sound a little bit hyperbolic. It may sound a little bit of an exaggeration. I don't think it is. Oh, from you? No. Oh, not an exaggeration from Kevin Swanson. (laughs) Heaven forbid. Because I think if you begin to see the trajectory of where things have gone and you just draw it out for the next five, six, eight years, you're going to find this is the agenda. The goals of the educational program for your kids in the public schools, the goals of the world for your children is that your kids be transgendered and communist by 20 years of age. What the fucking what? How many, what is the population of the transgender community right now? The transgender community at this point, I think is it's, it's smaller than the gay community. And that's what it, it's like it, the, the transgender community is less than a percentage. Yeah. Cause the, cause the gay community at this point is, is three or 4%. Yeah, I think or something. it's like 4%. And it's like probably the, growing because it's a little less dangerous now to be right, out. It's less stigmatized. So, right. 
So, so again, growing. Same thing with the transgender community. It's right. less stigmatized now to be transgender. I'm not saying it's fucking easy. Don't right, don't right. don't misquote less me here. Less is not not. Yeah, that's that's not that it's right. easy. But I'm saying it's it's there are more groups out there that are more accepting. There's more right. people out there that are more accepting. But that to them the is north. evil. <laughs> that to them is evil. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. North, yeah. Um, anywhere else in the fucking <laughs> states, you got a purdy mouth or something. <laughs> I don't even know. But but this this guy thinks that just because you're accepting it, you're saying that I want every kid to be transgender. I want every kid that wants to be transgender to be transgender. Yeah, I want every kid who is transgender, right? right? If, if like if that's what, they, who you yeah, are, then they, that's who yeah, you exactly. are. I want them to be who they right. should be. You know, grow up into the thing you want to be. That's what I think yeah. every parent right. wants. Well, most every parents, uh, every, good every good parent. parent. Yeah, yeah, I think I need to qualify that because there are people out there that are very upset right. if their kid were transgender or if their kid were uh, if their kid were gay or if their kid were an atheist. You know, it's so funny because it's like this guy is saying, you know, that, that that's the goal. You know, the goal of every parent is for their kids to be a groundskeeper, not transgender. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they want, they want to make sure that by 12, their kid is mowing the lawn. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like my goals for my kids are are relatively modest. Like pick up one fucking Lego, (laughs) one Lego ever in your fucking life. You worthless little shit. Pick up a single fucking Lego. Maybe let the dog out before I ask. I don't know. Like, could you, can you have like fucking one self-sufficiency unit at some point ever? That's all I want. Like the irony of you saying that is amazing <laughs> to me. Absolutely stunning. But like nobody's going to cut off their fucking genitals because the public school system convinced them to. Tell right. You, I'll tell you what, you know, that's absolutely yeah, it, it, like what class, what series of books am I going to read? What lecture exactly. am I going that's to gonna attend? make me want to be, be like a different, what? a different gender. I'd like to remove my penis. What are you talking about? I, you know, to be a different gender, to live as a different gender is not something that you can just be like, totally going to do this. Like I've met, I've, I've had the, I've had the luck, I think through the show to meet several transgender people. They're not fucking just halvesies into this. You know (laughs) what I mean? They're not just like, well, I just thought I'd wake up and just do this sort of thing. These are, these are people who, that that this is this is who they are and they want right. to express who they are it's not just they want to live just, who they it's are. not just a fucking random whim like they right. think it is well like again like well like how would this work everybody reach like all men and all women reach the age of 20 and then we all just play swapsies like all the women well, transgender exactly into men it, right? yeah. and all the men transgender into women and then we still have the Unless same you're a good christian like what how fucking what are you talking about and then at the same time we're just like i don't know I cut off my penis, and by the way, I'm also communist. Yeah. What do you? What the fuck? What world do you live in? Maybe he thinks if they cut off the penis, and then we all share penis. We all share it. <laughs> like, what do we do with all these people? You know what we do with them? We give them to the fucking women that tra- that transform into melee, and that we have an equal number now because everybody does. It. But didn't they just seize the means of production? <laughs> <laughs> huh? It produces something if you seize it. Uh, fucking Carl seized right. my means of production. <laughs> Uh, I'm fixed. There's no means of, there's no production <laughs> I guess anymore. That's true. <laughs> you think I'm overstating the case, Steve? Boy, I, I don't know. I mean, if you take out the line from where they start, 
you know, several yeah. years ago, and you continue on to you its logical end. Draw that line out for the yeah. next five, eight years, friends. Of course. I don't even know what that means. I think what he's saying is, is that there used to be a lot of shame associated with this. Oh. And we've drawn out this line, and this line is that as time goes on, people are more uh, accepting of trans people. And so now, uh, now, no, everyone now, will now if we what? if we continue on that path and we become more accepting of I don't know what, then do, do you think they're so confused that just because you accept that somebody else does something that that's this not the same thing as like I want to also do that thing? I accept that some people like to go fishing. Sure. I don't really like to go fishing. Sure. That's it. It's yeah. not it's not like like my dad likes to go fishing, right? I accept that about him. Sure. Every now and again, I will even go fishing with him, but I don't like it. Yeah. It's not my fucking thing. I can enjoy it. Right? Like gay sex. Yeah. You know, I don't like it, but every once in a while, some kid, <laughs> you know. <laughs> of course, this is the agenda. Parents, just get serious about it. Do you want your kids transgendered and communist at 18 years of age? I thought we had till 20. Yeah, I think we, I thought you know, he just knocked two years right off of it. Jesus, he's fucking accelerating. This 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 fucking agenda is accelerating so quickly in his two minute screed of insanity. <laughs> he's already knocked two years off of it. Is is that your goal? If it isn't, then maybe you ought to bring a different vision into the education of your children. Yeah, what vision is that? I don't. I mean, I don't understand. Like the thing is, is that most people's kids are not going to wake up and want to be a trans kid. No, period. They're right. just not going to want to do it. So most people don't even need to talk to their kids about this. I would say a majority of people don't even, I mean, you don't really have to bring it up. Well, your kid at some point is going to be like, Hey, I have a question about this thing. My son has a friend who has a transgendered sister. You know how many questions he has about it? Like none. Yeah. It's not even confusing to him at all. He's just like, yeah. And he says, he's like, you know, I don't want to give names. He's like, you know, so-and-so's sister is transgender. And I'm like, do you know what that means? And he's like, yeah, born a boy. And now, you know, she's a girl. And I'm like, okay. And then he goes and plays soccer. He, he doesn't, doesn't give a shit. Cause he doesn't care. Like these, like, that's the thing. Like these conversations are not complex with yeah, children. They're not, they're not. You make them complex. If you moralize for fucking a million years beforehand, you make them complex when you have to, they have to fit your book, right? Your old bronze age book. When you have to start putting things right. in and be like, Oh, well, it totally disagrees with this book that I have. What yeah. do I do? And instead of like the, the more tolerant religious sex out there that are just like, yeah, we kind of don't listen to that. Eh, that's kind of not a thing that we do. We yeah. don't pay attention to that. Instead of doing that, you've got to be super rigid because you think that that's sort of your salvation right. and way to heaven. And it's, I mean, you're just fucking your kid up. Yeah, it literally makes no difference to him. Now, here's what I want you to understand here. He says, look, when you sacrifice a child to an idol, you are sacrificing that child to demons. That's the word that's used right here in the scripture. I looked it up in the Hebrew lexicon. You know what that word demon means? It means demon. Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski will just be, quote, producing more little dark state devils. Do you even know what this, this story is about? Do you have no, any idea what this story is about? Literally none. So I only know this in periphery because I don't I don't pay attention to MSNBC. Yep. I never watch MSNBC. Um, I I guess I I on occasion will catch Rachel Maddow if my wife wife watches it, but I don't 
I don't pay attention to it. Like sure, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't. If I'm watching a lesbian, I'm watching porn. I totally you know? understand. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Terrible thing to <laughs> say. <laughs> Rachel Maddow is so fucking smart. <laughs> she is amazing. And actually, to be honest, I really, I, I, I do like, I do yeah. like her show. Sometimes, um, I watched the tax show when she did the tax big tax yeah, breakout that was thing. I watched it. it was super disappointing. But I also watched a few other things that she's done. I'm not yeah. I mean I'm not a crazy fan of her, but I, I you know I pay attention. I don't watch a lot of MSNBC, but evidently these are two morning hosts, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a morning show called Morning Joe. Joe Scarborough used to be a a conservative and a guy, I think a representative in Florida or something like that. So he used to like, he was a representative either in Congress of the of Florida state or of the country. I'm, and I'm not even going to bother okay. to look it up because I don't sure. give a shit. Sure. Right. Um, and his co-host Mika Brzezinski or whatever her name is, they've been, they've been on the same show for a long time. Okay. They recently just mentioned that they're engaged. Oh, so okay. they just, they've been there. It's a guy and a girl that have been working together for a long time and they are engaged now. Okay. And that's it. That's the story. So this is what he's talking about. Wait to hear this one. MSNBC Morning Joe talk show host, Joe Scarborough, a a so-called former Republican congressman from Florida. Uh, You know, when when he was around as a congressman, he was supposed to be a a conservative, right? That's another another story. Anyhow, he's he's, uh, engaged... To who? Does anybody know who he's engaged to? I see Edward smiling. Who is it? Mia Brzezinski. A little bit of dark state incest, isn't it? It's kind of scary, actually. It's so. just disgusting. What is scary? Why would it be scary? There's it's just two people love each other and they got engaged. They got engaged. What? What? I, here's the thing: if they disclose this to their boss, there's literally nothing scary about it. Who cares? Yeah, who would care? Who care? Like, d- does he think that liberals don't get engaged? Like, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Why am no, I confused? Yeah, well, what you do is you slap them and then you drag them back to your butt <laughs> by their hair. Isn't that how that works? I mean, really? Yeah. Like, I know he doesn't like them because these people are liberals, right? right. So he's going to disagree with them on every sure. on every point. I, I get that, yeah. right? Like, I disagree with him on every point. But if he if if Rick Wiles, I don't know if he's married, but if Rick Wiles got engaged, I'd be like, huh? Who cares? I, I mean, I, I can't imagine. Like, I would be more excited to find out that they had fucking pineapple orange juice at my grocery store. I'd be like, gosh, it's delicious. <laughs> I love it. I shit. fucking want some. Yeah. Was it on yeah. sale? I don't even care. Yeah. Like, here, just take my money. I'll just open my mouth, you pour well, as right. much in as you I mean, can I literally would be more I excited die. about yeah. that news <laughs> you than know, Rick Wiles' engagement. Exactly, right? Because, but I think that that this is an extension of how they feel about gay people too, right? Everything is their business. Everything oh, is their oh, business, I right? I was like, I was, I was trying to hold the pieces of my I, head I saw together. It. I saw it, but I thought, I, I think I saved the day Thank when you. I mentioned that though. Oh because, my God, you almost scanners me. But, but look at how, look at how much into business they are yeah, right. to everybody else, right? You pick a, pick a, a one class of people and they'll talk about every, they know everything about everything. And they also know, they also have this, I want, I have every right to tell you, you can't be in a relationship with someone, right? They do that all the time. Yeah. Oh my God. And so this is just an extension of that, in my opinion. Judgy fucking Judgerson. Right? Jesus Christ. Nobody, the thing that no one would care about. Right. They're saying, they're, they're saying it's, it's terrifying. It's, it's these people that I don't agree with. 
and they and might also, enjoy their lives. Well, also what? like like the um, covenant of marriage isn't that like one of your big things? Yeah, but only if they only want it for the people they like. I guess it's weird. Like God, there's, it's so bizarre. <laughs> it's just disgusting. They just keep breeding. It's Bonnie and Clyde. Be on TV now. Yeah, they just keep breeding and producing more little dark state what, devils. What the, like, aren't they supposed to be advocates of? Oh, of, they. I think that they don't want. They they would be very happy if. And actually, to be honest, I think probably the liberal birth rate is probably lower than the conservative birth rate. So that shouldn't they be pleased? Well, I think that they're they're sad that these guys are getting married and maybe will breed. Although that woman looks like she's pretty close to my boss. So <laughs> I don't fucking change the life that shit. <laughs> <laughs> at 50 you ain't got no more eggs at 50 oh no you ain't yeah. got no more no, they're eggs all at 50. broken yeah all those yeah, eggs that's ache. scrambled now yeah, at this point you've already oppositor all your eggs out <laughs> you're done you'd be that's done sunny she's side in down. hot flash time now <laughs> fuck that <laughs> So we want to thank all our patrons, of course, but we'd like to thank our newest patrons, Crystal, Kim, Sage, Angel, Kevin, Mango Cat. Mango Cat? Mango Cat. Mango Cat. I would make a delicious cat salsa. <laughs> <laughs> a little red onion there. It's delicious. Uh, Emily, Javier, Kristen, Levi, Karen, Kai, MP, El Sietor Del Fugo? Sure. I... There's a lot of weird characters in there. I don't there. know. That's not a thing. Jonathan Wobbles, Spawn of Filthy Monkey Men. Andrea, I absolutely crave Canadian whiskey. It makes an excellent cleanser. It does. Yeah. You, <laughs> drink it in between drinking good whiskey to yeah, clean your palate. To clean your palate. Yeah. Uh -huh. Jacob. No, I was actually thinking of cleaning the bar with it. Ginny. <laughs> the soulless ginger and Kelsey. Thanks so very much Thank for your generous you. donations. You. We really do appreciate it. You guys are the reason that Glory Hole Studios exists. So we want to thank you so much uh, for your hard-earned dollar. We got an image from Jason. <laughs> I love this so Jason much. sent us an image. I'm going to post it on this week's show notes. It's a Trump meme that... Uh, that uh, made Tom and I laugh a couple weeks ago. It's so funny. Incessantly. So check it out on this week's show notes. This is episode 358 at dissonancepod.com. We got another image. This is from Trevor. And this will be on this week's show notes. It's Pat Robertson, I think, looking pretty sad, snazzy. God damn, he makes a fucking weird, weird <laughs> Pat Robertson. <laughs> so we had a poll last week. We did. About Neapolitan ice cream. And uh, the poll came in, 52% 50, voted to draw straight across and get all three flavors. 52% are good people. And 48 or and 48% voted that you eat one flavor at a time. This is almost 600 people that voted in the That's, poll. Can I just point out that almost 600 people had an opinion yeah. on this topic? <laughs> and I would just say, too, that if it wasn't for the illegal Neapolitan voters, I would have won <laughs> that poll. <laughs> You won the Electoral College, yeah, but not the popular vote. I did vote. win the Electoral College. I want to mention, too, a lot of people have been sending me messages saying, Cecil, you're a fucking idiot for, for why don't you just buy three different flavors of ice cream? I understand, I haven't had Neapolitan ice cream since I was like six years old. It's fucking prison ice cream. It's depression ice cream. It's what you get when you're wrong inside, okay? So when I, if you walk into the 
fucking ice cream aisle nowadays, you know, especially in 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 America, right? right? Where you walk in and there's fucking 700 different flavors, and you're the asshole that picks Neapolitan. You're a degenerate. Okay, you're the worst <laughs> human being. Nobody picks Neapolitan. It's forced upon them, and that's why it's rape ice it, cream. It's exactly, you can't consent to Neapolitan. <laughs> So that's where that's where I actually stand with it. And that's why there was somebody who said it perfectly. They said, if somebody dares to serve me Neapolitan, this was on Twitter. They said, if somebody dares to serve me Neapolitan, I have no compunction about scooping out all the chocolate when never breaking eye contact. <laughs> I was like, absolutely. I'm with you, sir. I'll just stand there and pull out every bit of that chocolate. I'll and scoop throw their fucking the eyes away. out. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, well, that's where I stand on Neapolitan ice cream. I would never choose to buy it. I'm saying if you have to be stuck with Neapolitan ice cream, pick the flavor you want because it's garbage ice cream as a, as a, as a, the only worst ice cream is Spumoni. Yeah, some people were saying try the original Spumoni. Spumoni is terrible. Spumoni, Spumoni is poison. I will say this though, I don't dislike Rainbow Sherbet because well, it's all sh- kind of the same. Sherbet is fine, and it's all Sherbert, the same yeah. flavor. It's Sherbert. all Sherbet is just all the same flavor yeah. anyway. Sherbet like, is what you eat when you've run out of ice cream. <laughs> What you you're right. I would like, never choose Sherbert. I'd never be like, where's my Sherbert? I would like, eat I would eat all the Neapolitan ice cream yeah. on earth before I ate a yeah. Sherbert. Sherbert is yeah. what you have left over because your kid had his tonsil removed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But but we did get several funny emails. This one tickled Tom. So Tom, did. What, what did Nathan say? Nathan said, I've never heard anyone be so wrong as Cecil was on the topic of Neapolitan ice cream. And this is what I love. Period. I was honestly staggered. <laughs> I staggered him. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, enjoy your that's, prison ice cream. That's great. Fucko. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you don't get shanked while you're scooping it across. Oh, we got a bunch of messages about this. Um, this one uh, is from Mike. And uh, Mike was saying, and a bunch of other people were saying that, just so you know, um, there's a possibility that Roger Ailes and other people have uh have put in the contract for the Fox News anchors that are women that they have to wear a dress. And while I don't know that that's true or false or whatever, it would make sense, right? It seems likely it that seems wardrobe likely. dresses yeah, them, um, right? Yeah, wardrobe like would dress the people. Yeah. And, you know, they probably, you know, I would imagine that those are people, those are decisions that are not made by the person, right? right. Those are those are decisions yes. that are above, either bo- above or below the person, yeah. right? Like any decent job, you show up naked and somebody dresses you <laughs> dresses for it. You there. Like Batman. (laughs) We got a a message from, uh, this is from Ted, the angry pedantic x-ray guy. Uh, He had sent in a bunch of different license plates with a license plate generator generator that has glory O on it. So glory hole. I I would get that. I would too. We're going to post this. We're going to post the Alabama one on this week's show notes. You can check it out there. Oh, I love this. So we got a message from Carolyn and Carolyn was a little upset about some things that we talked about last week. Um, and it, so, you know, she was. And so we just, I think we need to just read yeah. what she said. Um, and because I think she makes some excellent points. And for once I want to eat a little crow. He says, Hey guys, I just listened to your podcast where you uh, overtly made fun of robot rape. Be sensitive. My robot was recently raped. It is currently going to a robot therapist. <laughs> it's real. And my robot was listening with me and you guys didn't give a trigger warning. So you've just said he, she, it, they, they way back. <laughs> I love that. That's fucking great. Just, 
Also, she, yeah. Tom, I may have you beat on horrible mother-in-law chefs. Mine legitimately has no sense of smell. So she has a greatly diminished sense of taste. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, you know, I got to say, having eaten my ex-mother-in-law's food, I think a greatly yeah. diminished sense of taste would have been a fucking <laughs> gift. If I, if you I saw at, your, <laughs> if one year I at Christmas had opened a greatly diminished sense of taste <laughs> as a present, it would have been the only uh, thing making Christmas dinner more palatable. Oh God. I bet you we could go through dozens of emails though, of, of mother-in-law stories about like how, you know, bad cooking. Some I, would, I would, I would, I would read yeah, every yeah. one of those and I would top them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, a message from from Dan and Dan says, I love you guys can disagree so vehemently about something so inconsequential as whether donuts or danishes are better or how you can eat Neapolitan ice cream. And he put on their team donut hashtag team across. That's very confusing. This fucker straddling the line. I'm not pleased with this at I, all. I also got to say, uh, how dare you say that's inconsequential? Oh, <laughs> <Exactly>. uh, <laughs> uh. So this week we launch Citation Needed. We do. I am incredibly excited about yeah. this project, yeah. guys. This is going to be a tremendous show. It already is a tremendous yeah. show. It's a lot of fun to do. Yeah. The chemistry with Cecil and Eli and Noah and Heath is excellent. And I am fucking up every chance I get. It's yeah. been a blast. He really is. He really is, guys. He's doing a great job at it. Um, one of the things, too, is that this release is two days before that uh, that launches. So that means you'll have two days. If you wanted to become a patron, you'll have two days to become a patron and download and listen to those five cutting room floor episodes that yep. are currently on there. After that, on the day we launch Wednesday morning, I'm killing those. I'm going to delete them from the, from the, the Patreon. So, uh, so all those episodes are going to go away. There are five, I think really good test episodes to find out what eventually we wanted to do. Right. And, uh, they turned out very good. So there's, there's, uh, and, and they're not all, they're not an hour long, but it's a good, at least three hours or three and a half hours worth of content. Um, that's available right now through Patreon. Uh, if you don't want to become a patron right away, that's totally cool. Give the show a listen. We'd really appreciate people on that day on the launch day, listening to the show, downloading all the episodes, telling your friends about them, share them, rating on iTunes, all that stuff's going to help push us into a category called new and noteworthy, which hopefully will get new people to listen to the show. So we'd really appreciate your help that day. If you're a fan of our show and you like, and you'd like to hear us hang out with the scathing atheist crew for a half an hour and, and cover some topic on Wikipedia, you're going to want to listen to this show. You're going to want to, and, and, and just, help us out that week just by downloading and giving it a shot, giving it a chance. And this is a show you can actually let your like relatives listen to. Yeah. It's it, still filthy. Yeah. It's filthy. It's filthy, but it's not this kind it's, of show. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a show that it's based a hundred percent on sort of being an atheist and being skeptical. There is a, certainly a thread of that throughout. You can't take that away from us. We're always going to be a little skeptical, right. a little atheist, that sort of thing, but, but it's, it's not, the focus. it's not the focus of the show. Right. Um, and so, so give it a shot, give it a listen. We are also going to be doing a live stream with the scathing guys. So the whole citation needed, I got to stop saying that the whole citation needed crew right. is going to get together and we're going to do a live stream. We're going to be broadcasting it on the citation needed, uh, Facebook page. So it's going to be posted on the Facebook page. It's going to be playing on Facebook live there. It's also going to be available on live stream through our live stream account. 
and we're going to have uh we're going to have all the all of us on talking. Now two of us will be on camera, Tom and I, and then the other three three members of the citation needed crew are going to be calling in to us and we'll be playing and talking to them. We're going to be doing a live AMA about the show and about other things. We're gathering questions for that now. Um, but you're going to want to tune in. It's going to be 9 p.m. Wednesday night, the 17th, the day the show launches. We're going to be doing a live stream. We're thinking it's going to be about an hour. So if you want to check it out, check out the Citation Needed live stream this next Wednesday. We will have links. And we will also be linking on our Facebook and Twitter to that Facebook page. So if you wanted to catch it on Facebook Live or if you wanted to catch it on live stream, you can do that as well. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. So we're going to be back next week, but we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.